It's Monday, the 20th of May, 2019, from Johannesburg. I'm Alec Hogg, and here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. Well, after being behind in the polls for two years, Australia's Conservative government won a surprise victory in Saturday's elections, taken over the line by voters in resource-rich districts. These Australians in places like Queensland turned against centre-left parties who'd put climate change at the heart of their campaigns. With most of the votes counted, last night's political experts predicted that the government would win a couple more than the 73 seats that they held going into the election. It's not quite enough for a majority, but sufficient to continue ruling with the support of smaller right-wing parties. Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who's a devout Christian, described the victory as a miracle. It gives his Liberal National Coalition the mandate to deliver Donald Trump-style tax cuts to stimulate Australia's slowing economy. After admitting defeat, Morrison's opponent, Bill Shorten, resigned as leader of the Labour Party. The share price of JSC heavyweight Richmond rose almost 5% after Friday morning's release of its financial results to the end of March. The global luxury group sales rose 8% in the year on a like-for-like basis, with double-digit growth being reported for Asia-Pacific and the Americas, and for the company-owned jewellery and watchmaking units. Its annual dividend in Swiss francs was increased by 5%. At the March year-end, Richmond's net cash position was down by half to 2.5 billion euros. That was because of buying out minorities in its now wholly-owned online sales operation, Ynuke's Net A Porter, or YNAP, and the acquisition of Watchfinder. YNAP delivered 16% of the group's 2019 financial year sales of 14 billion euros, with the online operations reporting an operating loss of 100 million euros. Personal finance education has gone mainstream in the United States. The Wall Street Journal reports that last month, for the first time ever, Harvard University's economics department led a series of personal finance workshops for undergraduates. Earlier this month, Princeton held a well-attended inaugural financial literacy day. The Ivy League colleges are part of a growing trend to teach students about money. In the last decade, community colleges, public schools and state universities have started offering personal finance programs to meet student demand. 19 U.S. states now mandate high schools to educate students on basic financial knowledge before they graduate, up from 17 in 2018 and 13 in 2011. And where America leads, others tend to follow. It was a soft end to the week for share prices around the world, with South African stocks losing an average of two-thirds of 1%, in line with Friday's drop in the U.S.'s S&P 500 index. Banking stocks were under pressure, with First Rand and Standard Bank both losing 3%, with a similar picture in the food and beverage sectors where Distel, RCL and Pioneer Food gave up some of their recent gains, also losing 3%. The JSE's global stocks did better with Richmond leading the way and the prices of Mondi and British American Tobacco picking up 2%. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.